like when Vision is talking to the camera in the in the office episode, yeah. and he's like, "What am I? What am I even doing? Like, what is happening right now? What has become of me?" That <laughs> is like, hilarious. That's perfect. Everybody and happy Monday. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. I am Tilly. And I am Emma. We are very excited to be back. We say be back because we took a little break from recording. We banked a lot of episodes and we are very, very, very excited to be back. Before we get started, I would love to give a quick shout out to a podcast I've been listening to recently. It's called Marvel Mondays 616. They are a fresh new podcast just like us and they are marvelous, no pun intended. Co-hosted by Buffy and Amber and they discuss every issue of the Marvel 616 continuity in great detail and add their own thoughts and commentary along the way. It's like a Marvel book club. Each episode is really fun to listen to and they do a really good job of breaking everything down. So whether you're a longtime fan or you're new to comic books or you're just thinking about getting into them, you'll definitely enjoy listening to Marvel Monday 616. So today is Monday and whether you're here listening to our new episode or you're over with Buffy and Amber listening to their new episode, it's a Marvel Monday. This episode's going to be about WandaVision. Heck yeah. The greatest superhero show in existence. Psych! Daredevil. That's personal opinion. <laughs> so before we get into it, I just want to say, obviously, spoiler alert, the series has ended as far as we know, and we're going to be talking about all the things that go on in it. We're going to probably touch on some pretty big spoilers. So if you haven't seen it and you would like to, maybe click away <laughs> right now. Yeah, maybe click away and come back to us when you have finished. If you have the strength to finish it. <laughs> so if you're still here and you have not seen WandaVision, I'll just give you a quick synopsis about the whole show. WandaVision is an MCU affiliated show and it centers around Wanda Maximoff, who is the Scarlet Witch, and her husband, quote, Vision, who is a vibranium synthesoid incorporating the Mind Stone. And he was brought to sentience by Tony Stark and Bruce Banner when they uploaded Jarvis into a body made by Ultron in the Avengers Age of Ultron. If you're not confused at this point... <laughs> That's okay, because they're also living their happy, fun, superhuman lives in the middle of a sitcom that changes decades and pays tribute to each decade's tropes in every new episode. So, without further ado, let's talk about why we think it's so great. Is Vision Wanda's vision? Oh, like the vision that exists in the yes. show. Yes. Is that vision just Wanda's vision? It kind of hurt to conjure that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, le listeners will leave you alone to to con to uh, ponder that on your own. Yeah, pause. <laughs> Take as much time as you need to recover. <laughs> no, don't take as much time as you need because you might never come back. <laughs> take a good long time, but don't get lost in the sauce. So the first thing I would like to talk about is just to give WandaVision a little more context. And the fact that I already mentioned the Avengers Age of Ultron is that it gave that movie more context. Like Age of Ultron was not a hugely successful, nor was it the best Avengers or MCU movie, but it turned it into a more interesting movie because it had so much to do with the events of Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, it was very interesting to see a look into what experiments were done mm -hmm. with the uh, the old scepter with Hydra. So it begs the question, was Wanda born with powers? I want to know if Wanda was born with powers or they were given to her by the Mind Stone or if she was born with them and then the Mind Stone enhanced them. Also, what in the heck is the Scarlet Witch? Yeah, she 
is the Scarlet Witch, but that but is... But has she always been? Yeah, like, is that just a title? Was she given that honor? Exactly. There's a lot of things left up to interpretation, or we might learn them um, in the next... <laughs> okay, I want to just point out that Emma just did a bunch of like crazy hand jutsu signs to try to tell me that she was trying to say Doctor Strange. <laughs> I blanked for a second. I was trying to say, will we learn that in the next Doctor Strange movie? Because I, th- I think Scarlet we will. Which will also be in that. I think we will. Yeah. I hope we will. What do you think? Do you have a hypothesis, or is it something you don't really think about because you just think we'll, we'll get the answers eventually? The fact that. Wanda is going to be in the next Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is so very much about time. It kind of makes me think that Wanda is, was, and will be the Scarlet Witch forever. Ah, I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. That's a very interesting concept. In the show, when you see her get visited by the Mind Stone, and there's that silhouette. Yeah, when when it's like the flashback sequence Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. she's with Hydra. I think that, I mean, each stone is sentient in a weird way. Like, in a not-sentient, sentient way. Yeah, well, that's, like, exactly how Vision is sentient exactly. in a not-sentient way. <laughs> exactly. Because they're all linked, mm-hmm. I think that the Soul Stone has some power that has given each stone its own, like, entity, quote-unquote. And the Mind Stone happened to be the Scarlet Witch. Ah. And then, say, the Space Stone will have a different one, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. It's almost like if this were a religion, that mm. would be the gods. Yes. Interesting. That's a very cool way of, of thinking about it. I never thought about it that way, but you make a very good point. I doubt I'm right. <laughs> it would be cool if you were. That's insane. <laughs> but my next best guess is that the Mind Stone had captured the Scarlet Witch, and then there was all this time without a Scarlet Witch. It was just legend, right. as, as Agnes says. Or sorry, Agatha. It was Agatha all along. Okay. Actually, side point. Each and every intro being different from the last, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, let's let's take let's take a we'll go back to your theories. Yeah. Keep that in the back of your mind. But I also have some things to say about the music. So mm-hmm. let's go there. Go the ahead. way they even just the way they parody the the essence of each decade. Yeah, as they do era. as they do with the acting and the Exa- and the cinematography and the, and the, style. Yes. Not only the uh intro themes, but the song Agatha All Along. It blew up. It went viral. And it was insane to see Agatha all along alongside like The Weeknd and Justin Bieber on like the Billboard charts. You know what I mean? It was so funny. And actually, that song was written by the very well-known composers Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez, who wrote the music for Frozen. So it's no surprise that that was a great song (laughs) because everything they touch just turns to gold. What was I saying? Oh, my theory was that the the Mind Stone had captured, had possibly forcefully, the the Scarlet Witch was put in the stone via magic. Mm. And then all these years went by. As I said, Agatha mentions that the Scarlet Witch was just like a legend. This all-powerful witch that had powers that surpass any other. So I'm wondering if the Scarlet Witch was whatever year it was like way back, ancient times perhaps, disappeared into this Mind Stone because someone put it there. Oh. And then... When Wanda approached it, it was like, I see you, and gifted her the Yeah, power. she was like a worthy vessel. Yes, yes. Because if the Scarlet Witch was in the Mind Stone, it could then go into the Mind Stone mm-hmm. and probably also got even more powerful when it was in the Mind Stone. That's why it can do all these mind tricks and all that. Like, Wanda very consistently says to Vision, I can feel you. Right. Do you then think this may not, this may be steering away from the canon of the comics and the traditional Marvel story that we know. But do you think maybe that's why Vision is drawn to Wanda? Is because of the Mind Stone? Better yet, 
It's not Vision, and it's not about Wanda. It's the Mind Stone trying to get the power and that connection back with the Scarlet Witch after being connected for so long. Ooh, interesting. Because if the Mind Stone is sentient... That would explain why, why Vision suddenly has feelings. Yes. I like that. Especially because the Vision that was in the show for the most time was created by the power of the Scarlet Witch and, in turn, the Mind Stone. Hmm. You've given me a lot to think about, Tilly. Mm-hmm. But the theory, I mentioned that I had a theory earlier, like before we started recording, and this is it. So when Wanda goes to the S.W.O.R.D. facility mm-hmm. and goes to look at Vision, the, I can't remember his name, the director, says to Wanda, it's like, yeah, the only person that could bring this Vision back to life. And Wanda's like, I can't do that. Why does he know that? Yeah, true. Why does he know that? What is S.W.O.R.D.? Not S.H.I.E.L.D., but like, kind of. <laughs> mm. S.W.O.R.D. is an intergalactic thing. Oh, true. Involving the Skrulls and Nick Fury. Oh. I think Nick Fury knows something. Probably. I think there's some spooky dooky <laughs> uh, impersonation going on. I'm just going to say There that. could be. There could be. Marvel is known for that. Ever since Captain Marvel came out, I don't trust that anyone is anyone anymore. I can attest to that, that you are a firm believer that like everyone is an imposter. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> Okay, that's the end of my conspiracy theory ranting. <laughs> Here you are trying to talk about the show. I'm trying to talk about I mean, it's fine. psycho nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, now might be the perfect time to hear from our sponsors. We'll be back after these messages. Westview Radio is proud to present Geeks in Space. Previously on Geeks in Space, after crash landing the Red Wing, our heroes were separated. Eileen awoke, finding herself alone and frightened after the perilous journey to the mysterious planet Skrullos. Robert? Robert? Oh, where are you, Robert? I'm scared and alone. We should have never made that journey so far. It's all right, Eileen. I'm here. At last, our man is here. The two can begin their search for help on this strange planet. Traversing rough terrain and scorching deserts, it seemed there was no end to the flat horizon. We've been walking for hours, Robert. Oh, all right, Eileen. We'll sit and rest for a while. All seemed well. Our heroes were able to stop and catch their breath. But suddenly... Eileen! Dagnabbit, those scrolls must have seen us approaching. Are you all right? I'm all right, Robert. By God, they could have hurt you. You stay right here. I'll take care of those scoundrels. What fate will we fall our intergalactic duo? Tune in for the next exciting episode of Geeks in Space. Brought to you by Westview Radio. And we're back. What would you like to talk about next? Costume design. (gasps) Okay, I would like to start with this because this blew my mind. Anytime Vision was in his synthesoid form, Paul Bettany only wore red face paint. The removal of his ears and the metal plates were all VFX. They were all CGI. What? (laughs) 
it makes me want to go back and rewatch the show and see if I can find any inconsistencies. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there, like, there would be at some point. The only time that I could, like, without even thinking, like, really tell that it was CGI was when Vision was fighting Vision. Yeah, that... But, like, that was, that's obvious. They can't do that for real. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Um, yeah, and the costumes throughout the decades, on point, absolutely So perfect. well done. <laughs> yeah. So well done. Not only that, but the Scarlet Witch outfit, it looks so badass. <laughs> I want that. I Wait, want that. Are you color. talking about like the actual Scarlet Witch or like the Halloween thing? Not the Halloween one. The okay. actual the Halloween one was, was funny. hilarious. Yeah, and the Vision one as yes. well. So funny. Him in those yellow shorts. Yeah, and the high tops yeah. and like the the spandex <laughs> thing over his head. Yeah, hilarious. Um, but yeah, I was I was talking about the the actual. It looks pretty wicked. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I wish I could pull that off. <laughs> Same. And I'm not even a witch. <laughs> oh, Pietro, uh, Pietro, the Halloween episode with him in the jorts. Oh, I love those jorts. Perfect. <laughs> those jorts killed me. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, all the clo- all the clothing in, yeah. in that show. Every single The fact costume. that they had to recostume almost hundreds of single, people. Yeah, almost every single episode with multiple people. Oh my people. God. And some of them were so funny. I loved, um, what was the neighbor? Herb. Herb. I loved Herb with the afro. I loved Herb, period. <laughs> <laughs> I liked everyone. Kitty. Oh, don't get me started. I love her. I am a long, 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 long time fan of oh, that yeah. 70s show. Oh, for a while it was all you talked about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp. She is. She's great. She's fantastic. Every role I've ever seen her in yeah. is perfect. She's so funny and she she was perfect for that role. Speaking of that episode, the 50s episode that she was featured in, they filmed that in front of a live studio audience. I thought that was a really cool decision. It was like totally not necessary, but they did it anyway. I feel like that was that was a running theme with WandaVision. It's like they did all these things for immersion that were totally unnecessary, but absolutely added to it. Yeah. Oh, I also think it's very interesting the way they... Honestly, the whole thing is interesting. The whole concept of Wanda retreating into her mind to help her heal from something and birthing this sitcom town. It was incredible, honestly. Whoever thought of that, like beyond me. Your mind's beyond me. <laughs> is that part of the comics? The, like, sitcom type thing is not. Ah, okay. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So whoever thought of that and having each episode is a different uh, a different decade, so good. It was good for both storytelling purposes because it fit the story and the timeline so well. And it was also, like, a very attractive choice based on the fact that sitcoms are so uh, nostalgic for so many people. We watched most of it separately, but... Mm-hmm most of the series separately but we were together for the 90s episode and right away when we sat down for that 90s episode and um the kids woke up and they were they were talking to the camera going through their morning i was like this is malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. and you were like yep 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 it is mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just like the the 90s episode just immediately took me back to like watching malcolm in the middle on the floor as a child <laughs> with the like square tv they absolutely killed it from the costumes to the cinematography they sometimes had the um i mean i don't know the terminology but they would film them in the same style like in the office one they would have those people looking to the camera Mm -hmm. like interview moments yeah or in the in the 90s episode they would have the kids talking to the camera like they did in malcolm in the middle yeah and even the aspect ratio of the episodes was smart that was incredible that was super smart (laughs) as soon as i saw the aspect ratio change near the end of the first episode i was like oh and then we got color and i was like 
<laughs> I liked when it would change throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Like if you were in the hex, it was a certain thing. Oh, yes, But then yes, if yes. you were out of it, it was a different thing. Mm-hmm. Sucker. <laughs> it was just well done. All around, really. When Monica slash Geraldine went out of the hex into real time and it, we got the full screen for the first time, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're in the present. <laughs> that was a wicked reveal. The whole thing was a wicked reveal. Also, the fact that after Wanda widens the the hex to yeah, save yeah. Vision, yeah. and then everyone turns into clowns and stuff, yeah. and it's a circus, just yes. Because it was like, oh, these people aren't to be taken seriously. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not about them. That was funny. Like, the fact that they made them the villain mm-hmm. at first, and then showed that it was just like, these fools don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It was like, dang. That that was the episode where you truly felt that something bigger was at play. Yeah. It wasn't just Sword versus Wanda or mm-hmm. whatever. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> like it wasn't. <laughs> like you cannot ignore the fact that Wanda imprisoned those people. <laughs> true. <laughs> For like true, a while. True. I would like to take a moment mm-hmm. to appreciate the glory that is Jimmy Woo. <gasps> I love Jimmy Woo. I love Randall Park. Anything that he's in, he just like kills it. Yeah. (laughs) He always, I don't know if you've ever watched Fresh Off the Boat, but he always stole the show in every single episode. Mm -hmm. He's an amazing actor. Randall Park's comedic timing (laughs) and also just the way he gestures and like his facial expressions. (laughs) It's his face. You're right. So good. It is. It's his face. (laughs) When he's in Ant-Man, it's like you kind of want to punch him, but he, he understood the role. Yeah. He was a little bad guy. And then he was like, how'd you do that magic? And then he learned magic. Yeah. He learned magic. <laughs> he learned magic. When he uncuffs himself mm-hmm. to grab his phone, he's like, flare. Yeah. I cried laughing. Yeah. I was that like, was a oh good, my God. That was a very good little Easter egg. Yeah, of course Marvel is going to have Easter eggs and, oh, yeah. and references. I mean, come on. I'm sure I didn't even pick up on a quarter of them. <laughs> oh, I didn't pick up on 90% of them probably. <laughs> I, okay, this falls into the classic trope of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Wanda got Agnes monologuing about her plan, about her magic, about the things. Syndrome in The Incredibles said it best. Don't tell the other person how to beat you. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) Like she's literally like, oh, you don't know about runes? Yeah. If you did this, I would be powerless, by the way. True. She didn't know. And then it's like, why would you tell her that? Why would you tell the person you're against (laughs) a way to completely void your powers i think that was a decision of the the people behind the cameras actually being like we should do this because in every superhero movie that's what they do i know that's yeah. the problem with this show <laughs> not prop it's the genius behind the show is everything you can nitpick it's like they did it on purpose yeah <laughs> like you can't say anything because it's all supposed to be tropey yeah. it's all supposed to be over the top and the writing the right team. <laughs> I would also like to add that in each decade, they had plot lines that matched up with the kind of sitcom. Like yes. the Dick Van Dyke show. That, yes. that, I'm, that's pretty an sure, I'm pretty sure that's an episode. Like you were saying, everything is by design. It's really, it's the people behind the camera laughing at themselves and being like, we're doing this because we can. And you can't say anything about it. And I think that might be, I have seen some hate on WandaVision online. I know I haven't seen many people because we're in lockdown, but I've seen some online hate for WandaVision. And I think that's where it comes from. It comes from this place of people being like, oh, it's so, it's been done before. It's it's a tired concept, but like it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And we, we love that kind of stuff. Yeah, like as much as it was about a superhero, it was a parody series. It absolutely was. <laughs> like, and that's and why I love it. Like when Vision is talking to the camera 
in the in the office episode. Yeah. And he's like, "What am I? What am I even doing? Like, what is happening right now? What has become of me?" That <laughs> is like, hilarious. That's perfect. Uh, and all honestly, and I can't even speak right now because of what I'm about to say. I love Paul Bettany so much. Like, so he's one of my favorite actors. And when I heard that he signed on to be Vision, and now he has his own show, I could not be happier. I remember seeing him in A Knight's Tale as Chaucer, and I was like, this guy is incredible. And I've obviously he's been in other stuff since, A Beautiful Mind, to name another great movie he was in. He just knocks it out of the park every single time. He is so consistently good. He's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I just love him. I love that man. <laughs> He understands the role. He he <laughs> understands his role. All that me. Every time. Oh. Elizabeth Olsen was also very good in her role. So was Agatha, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, Catherine Hahn. <laughs> yes. I love her as well. She's great. Yeah, when I she saw her, awesome. I was like, okay, this is about to be a funny show. <laughs> yeah. And at first, because I, reading the comics, knew that she was Agatha, because the names are so similar. Like, they kind of pinned it so that you would know that she's Agatha. I was like is she really going to do this? Like, is she really going to be a villain? But she was great. She was so good at it. Yeah, because she's always kind of played like the funny haha character. Literally the character that she played in the sitcoms. Kind of, like, yeah. <laughs> is that why they cast her? Absolutely. Because it was satirical? Yeah, I- I'm pretty sure. And that's also why they cost, cost cast um, Deborah Jo Rupp as Vision's boss's wife. Because mm-hmm. she has played those kinds of roles before. Obviously in that 70s show, not the same decade, but a very similar role. And that's just... A testament to the fact that everything was planned and satirical and maniacal in its own way. <laughs> Can I just say that Darcy is my favorite MCU character? <laughs> it's Meow Meow. It's Meow Meow. <laughs> Darcy don't give a f- <laughs> about what's going on. She's just her, man. Kat Dennings. Shout out to Kat Dennings. Sh- huge shout out to Kat Dennings. <laughs> yeah, she took what was much like Vision. A very small role in the MCU at the beginning, and now it's become a very large role. And it's not like the role has overshadowed the actor. I want to see a Darcy and Jimmy show. Yes, I would watch it. So bad. They are a great duo. Just a crime-solving duo. He's got his magic. She's got his tech. Her tech. It does make you wonder: Did they cast Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis to eventually come together, or do you think that was just like fate? That they were so good together. Don't even get me started on how far back the planning goes for MCU. (laughs) Because I guarantee ever since Kevin Feige got hired, Mm -hmm. he's already planned from the start of the series and before it (laughs) to the very, very end. He's in the year like 3,020. (laughs) Try (laughs) 6,000. And they're still the Marvel Cinematic He's dead. He's dead. The the fourth edition of the Avengers is already out. Timelines have been jumped. Universes have been crossed. He's planned it all out. He's already got it. I would not be surprised. That's why MCU is so successful. Everything just webs in. So you have the casuals that just watch it for the fun. Mm -hmm. And you have people like me where I'm like, I want to know everything. (laughs) I want to know it all. (laughs) I think I also fall into that category. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I would hope so. You're my (laughs) co-host. Wouldn't be Geek Squared if there was only one geek. (laughs) Just just geek. That's a show. So I think, I think... We have said everything we would like to say about WandaVision. It is a fantastic show. We love it to death. If they ever did a second season, I would watch it in a heartbeat. I don't know how they would do a second season. I I think I do. Do you? Mm -hmm. Continue. I'm going to call it now. Okay. My theory is that because the real question mark vision. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Flew off. Yeah. She's going to go find him. Oh. Oh. And then if she could create the Mind Stone 
in Westview, she can give the Mind Stone to the new Vision, the old new Vision. Because if it comes out after the multiverse thing with Doctor Strange, she doesn't necessarily have to create the Mind Stone. She can take it and give it. I just want Vision and Wanda to be together. Happy. (laughs) That's all I ask. It's probably never going to happen, but that's all I want. However, (laughs) if Mind Stones and any of the other stones are back in play at any point, everything was for nothing. Yeah. And would they do that? Yes. Yes. Yes, they would. It's the MCU. (laughs) They don't care. They don't care about our feelings. Well, that's the show. Thank you all for listening to Emma's insightful, research-driven points about the show. Don't discredit yourself. You spent a lot of time thinking about this, and I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on social medias. Links will be in the description. Below. Don't forget to subscribe, follow us, give us five stars, give us a thumbs up, whatever the platform you're listening offers. And please, if you have your own theories about Wanda and her vision, please let us know. Even if you want to tell us that you hated WandaVision. That's fine. That's fine. Tell us why. We'll, we'll Tell us why. We'll start a conversation about it. It'll be great. Also, go check out Marvel Monday 616 because their new episode also comes out today. And also, we are doing an episode about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That will be coming out next Monday. That means the Monday after this one. Mark it in your calendars. Put it in your phone. Set the alarms. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great week. And we will see you back here next Monday. so good both for for story story wise and for like consumer consumerable consumer um consumable consumerism <laughs>